thank you for tuning into the Rainy Day Horror Show. I am your host with the most Dusty McBalls, aka the Certified Cougar Hunter, aka the man with balls too big to handle. And on today's episode, we will be taking a trip to Point Pleasant, West Virginia to learn about the Silver Bridge collapse and the creepy cryptid that's been blamed for this tragedy, the Mothman. With that being said, put your Crocs on, set them bitches in adventure mode, and let's get this show on the road. December 15th. 1967, roughly a week before Christmas, the Silver Bridge in Point Pleasant, West Virginia collapsed, causing 46 people to die and leaving nine others injured in the aftermath. 31 vehicles that were stuck in rush hour traffic plunged into the water of the Ohio River. The Silver Bridge collapse has raised some questions on whether it was poor structural support or if it was the mythical creature called the Mothman. Creepily enough, in the months leading up to the tragedy, plenty of locals reported a 7 foot tall beast with a wingspan of 10 feet and had the ability to fly as fast as a hundred miles per hour. Most Pleasant Point locals didn't take the sighting seriously at first, but after the collapse, they started changing their minds. Years before the Silver Bridge collapse, locals complained consistently about the unnatural sway of the structure for years. One survivor, Ben Cedar, said, I was worried about that bridge every time I crossed it. If you got stuck in the middle of that bridge, it would sway back and forth constantly. The bridge first opened up in 1928 and was designed by the J.E. Grainer Company and built by the precursor to the West Virginia Ohio Bridge Company and the American Bridge Company. It had two lanes and was a 1,760 foot long I-bar suspension bridge that took over a year to finish. From the get-go of the construction, the builders cut corners. The bridge was originally supposed to be built with traditional wire cables, but they wanted to cut the cost so an alternate bid was made and they settled on the I-bar design. This design was the very first of its kind in the United States. With the progression of the months turning into years, this bridge started to fail modern standards. When the silver bridge was built in the 20s, the average car weighed around 1,500 pounds. But in the 60s, the average car started to weigh roughly around 3,000 pounds, and about 4,000 cars 
of the 3,000 pound weight class crossed that bridge daily, causing too much stress on the eye bars. Still, with that amount of cars crossing the bridge, the state inspected the bridge to make sure it was still safe to use. In 1965, an inspection was done, and after that one inspection, it had to undergo $30,000 in repairs, and then had two more inspections in the summer of 1967. But the inspectors failed to detect the crucial problems with one of the eye bars. These eye bars were vital for structural support, obviously, but there was no way to properly inspect them without taking them apart. So no one knew there was a defective eye bar until it was too late. Plus, to make matters even worse, the bridge had been constructed with no to very little redundancy. Meaning, if one part of the bridge failed, there was no structural support to keep the rest of the bridge from failing too. Around 5 p.m. on December 15, 1967, the bridge collapsed. One pregnant witness by the name of Charlene Wood was driving home from work. When she started crossing the bridge, she felt this very weird vibration under her car. So what she did is she threw that bitch in reverse, and as she made it off the bridge, it collapsed right in front of her. State Trooper Rudy O'Dell was one of the very first responders on scene. When he arrived, he saw a horrific sight of a collapsed bridge with 31 cars and 64 people trapped in the Ohio River. At the end of the night, 46 people had died due to drowning or having pieces of the bridge crushing them in their vehicles. Odell would later say, I could hear them hollering for help, but there was absolutely nothing I could do. It was a long way into the water. While some survivors, like Wood, witnessed the tragedy up close and personal, some survivors who crossed the bridge didn't hear about it until a few hours later, and some other survivors had to be pulled from the water. Howard Boggs was trapped in the Ohio River and was rescued by boat, but his wife and child were nowhere to be found. Their bodies would be discovered later trapped in the family's car. It would be weeks for most of the victims to be recovered since the collapse had crushed so many cars below. Workers were unable to lift vehicles out of the water until the bridge pieces could be removed. The U.S. Army Corps of Engineers leased 50-ton cranes to help local authorities. Meanwhile, back at the office, Odell was left the wonderful job of tagging the victims' corpses, and some of those corpses he personally knew from father and sons to mother and daughters. Sadly, till this day, two bodies of known victims still remain missing.
while the cause of the deadly collapse would be later revealed as a structure failure coupled with an overload of traffic, some wondered whether the tragic disaster was caused by something way more sinister. I mean, after all, in the late 60s, plenty of witnesses in the area around Point Pleasant reported seeing the legendary Mothman. The seven-foot flying humanoid creature with bright red eyes might seem like an outlandish urban legend, but the Silver Bridge collapse made some residents think twice about the tragedy. Soon after the disaster, authorities rerouted the Silver Bridge pathway to a hastily prepared ferry system and other local bridges. It seemed like a decent temporary fix, but the economic losses would suddenly climb to around a million dollars a month. It was made evident that they needed a replacement bridge ASAP. President Lyndon B. Johnson would express his sorrows for this tragedy and in 1968 he ordered a federal state program to commence reconstruction. A year later the Silver Bridge was rebuilt and renamed to the Silver Memorial Bridge and was located a mile south of the old structure. Johnson also ordered a presidential task force on safety to look into the bridge collapse and the safety of other bridges across the nation and the National Transportation Safety Board also investigated this tragedy. It wasn't until 1971 when the Transportation Safety Board would come out and say there was a cleavage fracture in the lower limb of the eye of I-bar 330. The fracture was caused by the development of a critical size flaw over the 40-year life of the structure as the result of the joint action of stress corrosion and corrosion fatigue. While the bridge collapse is mostly remembered as a tragic construction failure, it is also remembered for its connection to the Mothman. This collapse was the second shocking thing that had happened in this region since sightings of the Mothman started to accumulate. It would only be a matter of time before people started connecting the two strange occurrences together. In 1975, author John Keel linked the Mothman claims to the bridge disaster in his book, The Mothman Prophecies. His story is a big reason why Point Pleasant is now famous amongst conspiracy theorists and ufologists. Some believe that the Mothman is the sign of bad omens and tried warning the people of Point Pleasant, but others say the beast is the one that caused it. Mothman activity aside, this is still one of the worst bridge collapses in U.S. history. This horrific night will forever live on through the eyes of the Mothman and the bridge's victim. With that being said, I hope you enjoyed today's story. I hope you have a wonderful week. And remember, if you see a seven-foot humanoid creature zipping through the air at unreasonable speeds, pack your bags and get the fuck out.
stay frosty, stay foxy, and most importantly, stay safe. McBalls, out. <laughs> <laughs>